Welcome to the Love Pain Life Podcast. I'm your host, Clinton Holmgren. This is our fourth episode. Uh, last week, we spoke about kindness, a uh, different, you know, a story about our daughter uh, receiving a caramel apple uh, from a lady in a restaurant at random uh, and, and just different steps of kindness and different things that, um, different ways that kindness takes shape in our lives and, you know, how we can treat others kindly, but also treat ourselves kindly. Today, we're going to talk about change. Uh, change uh, in your life can bring about all sorts of different reactions. Uh, and again, today we're talking about change. And I'm going to tell two different stories about change in our lives. One in the past and one coming up. Uh, and, you know, it's not easy to pinpoint just two stories about change. Obviously, there's a lot of change and life can come at you fast. Uh, sometimes they can be unexpected. And other times we can seek that change out. But just like laundry, it's there all the time. No matter what, there's dirty laundry. You have kids, a lot of people in your house. It's there. And it's the same thing with change. It's going to be there. But it's our choice how to handle it. Are you going to do the laundry? Or are you just going to let it sit? Uh, in 2012, uh, January, I started working at the St. Cloud Children's Home here in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Um, actually, I have to take a step back. My wife says I need to correct everybody. On my first podcast, I said that we got married in 2012. That is not true. We got married in 2013. Um, just semantics at this point. Um, but yes, 2012. Started working at the St. Cloud Children's Home um, as a youth counselor. Uh, that's what the position that we were titled in. I worked in the secure unit. It was called Cottage 2. Uh, we essentially, you know, we had locked doors and the, you know, the teenagers, they couldn't really go anywhere without us. And I mean, they had a common place and things like that. Uh, you know, emotional, um, behavioral, you know, all, all of the above cognitive, um, very aware, uh, they went to school, uh, you know, had a daily routine where wake up bedtime. It was a wonderful job when, when we, you know, when I first started, um, we had amazing support staff. We had amazing managers, uh, coaches um, when I first started there, Adam and Adonis, and they were, you know, fantastic people. And I met a lot of awesome, awesome people. You know, a lot of people I'm still friends with today that I worked with. Um, it had a great impact on my life. Uh, and, you know, I've, it felt like it was just one of those jobs as difficult as it could be some days that you actually felt like you were doing something in um, that you had an impact on others' lives it was tough. Um, you know, there are days you're putting kids in holds and, um, in, our, in the original cottage that we had, we had a room that we had to put them in, in the, um, we had them in the second one too, but eventually with changes and things like that, they built us a brand new cottage and, you know, it didn't really go as well as planned. I don't think, um, we, uh, we had a lot of change throughout that time. Uh, the, the, guys that we had leading us had, you know, left and went to different, different cottages. We had a, you know, several different therapist changes and stuff for the kids. And for them, that's just not good anyway. All that, the change in their life is, you know, it's like somebody took a semi truck in and drove your house, you know, plowed your house over or something. Um, but there was a day, this was in the old cottage that uh, it was putting, we had a kid in a hold and we were bringing her into the, the room. This is, probably my first like month on the job and I got punched right in the eye 
and you had one of the staff I was working with didn't seem to care much. He kind of laughed it, laughed it off. Um, but that, I mean, those days were tough. Um, you know, it got to a point, um, when everybody was, you know, leaving and all the, you know, people that I had worked with for years were going elsewhere or taking different roles, uh, and leadership had a lot of changes and even from the very top down about holds and, you know, just the way that the treatment was handled and, and those kids needed people and just became to the point where we couldn't, we couldn't intervene. We had to just let things happen. So cops were there a lot. Um, the job was super turned into a super stressful thing so much to the point that I've never experienced that kind of stress in my life. And, you know, I had been married then for a couple of years and, you know, I just, it had an impact on everything I did. I didn't want to, I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to go anywhere. All I could do was sit there and think about, you know, my next shift and what was going to happen. And there was, you know, there was no answer. Every night was somewhat chaotic, chaotic. Um, and there was no, there was no control. And, um, you know, I could feel that in my body. And I know that my wife could feel that, you know, just felt it too. And, and it was time, it was, it was an obvious time for change. Um, I had applied for a role inside the school, um, in, inside the children's home. And I got denied that role, which turned out to be a blessing. Um, but I got to the point where, you know, we, we had gotten pregnant and, uh, so I was, I was just looking for something different. I, I, I couldn't even, you know, I couldn't think about anything positive. It was stressing me out. It was, you know, causing issues. Uh, so I had applied around and I took a job at a local bank uh, in St. Cloud, uh, much, you know, paying much less than what I was making at the time. And it was going to be a huge sacrifice, but the burden that was lifted when I made that change um, for me, was was great you know it um but for my wife you know we react completely different to change i would say in the fact that i uh, feel relieved when there's a change like that and it for her even if she is has some sort of relief there's also the extended anxiety of finances rightfully so finances and what is our schedule going to look like? Are we going to be able to make it? Can we still continue to live the way that we live? So I made that change. Uh, you know, we had miles. I got, I got less than a week off there cause I was still new and that was also part of their policy. And, uh, it was good. You know, it was just something to do and to, you know, put a lot, you know, at least have a paycheck. I did well at it. Um, ended up only being there for like six months. The people I worked with were awesome. I, you know, I still actually still work with one of them. He came over to the same place that I went to eventually. Um, but it was kind of a toxic environment. It was the we had two people, you know, there was the, the branch manager. And without being too cruel, she was not the best person in the world. Um, but when I had advised them that, I was, you know, leaving or looking for something else. They, um, they brought the district manager in to the branch one day and sat down with me and 
he had offered me a banker role in the area. Uh, and it, it wasn't really going to pay much more than I was already making. Um, and I, you know, I, at that point I had turned it down. Um, this is kind of a separate story, just kind of an add on just about that six month time frame in our life. Uh, but then on my last day, uh, the branch manager and the assistant manager who was probably innocent and in all this pulled me into the office. Um, and I should say that when that, when, when the district manager came in, everybody knew what he was probably going to do. You know, I, nobody, you know, nobody, everybody knew that he, they were going to try to keep me around. Um, but I, he, she sat me down after all this on my last day, literally the moment that I was to turn in my keys and leave. And she said to me, she said, um, you know, we know that you, after you met with this person, the district manager, you went and told everybody that if they wanted to get more money or a better position, they should just act like they're going to quit. And I had never said anything like that to anybody in the bank at all. So there was somebody in there either making things up or, you know, she made those things up in that, you know, that just kind of solidified that decision of leaving the bank. She threatened that I would never work for that company ever again, et cetera. Um, I didn't do anything about it. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't worth my time. It was frustrating um, to say the least. Um, but we transitioned into a, another place I work at Capital One now in St. Cloud, and um, it turned out to be, you know, one of the best, one of the best things we could have ever done. Um, I've been there, I think, almost or at, you know, six years now, actually, and it, I don't even, it doesn't even feel like work. I now we're working from home now, and it, it's a beautiful thing. Um, you know, shout out to my friend Andy, um, who was um, a youth leader under me while I was a youth pastor at a church for three years. Um, but anyway, uh, he had been, he'd been bugging me to try to switch over to Capital One for a long time, you know, um, and I ended up working in his department when I got hired at Capital One. Uh, and it's just been, you know, the biggest blessing for us. It pays extremely well. The schedules, everything we needed to be, you, you work with awesome people. It just feels like a company that actually takes care of you. Um, so in those, you know, two steps of change of leaving the children's home, basically feeling like, you know, I, I didn't know how I, my, I didn't know how to react the way, the, how I felt. Like I didn't know how to, I've never handled that before in my life where I've never been that stressed out about something to where there's validate, there was validation in leaving this other bank down, you know, in, in St. Cloud um, for Capital One. Uh, and it's just, you know, it's, it was, it was a crazy environment. Um, at the children's home and it had to, you know, things had to be changed as, as stressful as it was in our house to make that change. Um, it was the best thing I could have done and it turned out the best thing that we could have done uh, eventually. Um, and then, you know, bringing it up to uh, current, current times, uh, we're going through a little bit of change again, not me, uh, but my wife, she's been at a place in St. Cloud, a home healthcare place in St. Cloud as an admin uh, and then uh, essentially matching, you know, a, court, a care coordinator, uh, matching PCAs with adults and things like that. And she is in an office environment. She loves it. Um, it's been a blessing to us and her for the last five or six years. Um, but just recently, 
there's been some openings in the school district in Sauk Rapids. And she, you know, in August there was an opening and she fought herself to whether she wanted to apply or not. Cause it's always something she's kind of wanted to do. And the schedule would be perfect for us with two little kids and, you know, them starting school and things like that for to have just home in the summers and just family wise. Also a step down in pay. Um, so the, the wheels are churning in her, her, her head and the worry is there, the anxiety is there. She applied in August, but she was a little too late. And then uh, the person that we just found out recently that the person that took the job needs to leave it already to care for her grandchildren. And our neighbor who's a teacher told us that the position was open again. And, you know, Jess was fighting back and forth whether she should apply for it or not. And she did. Um, she got the interview, she got the job. So she, you know, after weeks of going back and forth of, you know, should we do this or should we not a little less pay, you know, our, our routine's going to change a little, our summer's going to look a little different financially, probably. Um, she decided to make that, make that change. And, it, and, you know, we'll, we'll see what, what comes of that change. Uh, it's kind of one of those, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, kind of things is you really going to like it or you're not going to like it. Um, but inside of her is um, a piece like when I worked at the children's home that she might feel like she's making a difference or where she's going and being able to be around little kids and having, even if it's just an admin job in the office where you're going to have an impact. Um, her brother told her that she would be the center of essentially the center of the school, you know, the, the contact, the first contact. Um, and she's received a lot of validation lately of, you know, that, that is actually where I see you, um, you know, and as a husband, I, you know, I have to sit back, I get to sit back and, and watch her process it without forcing my opinions or my thoughts and just being there to listen. And, you know, it, it is where I see my wife and, you know, I guess why I tell that story is that something doesn't always need to be bad to make a change. Um, she, she was in a really good spot. She doesn't have to make a change. She would actually be taking a little less to do this change. Um, but something inside of her is, you know, pushing that to make that change. Uh, and that you don't always, you know, you can change when things are good. The, you know, the saying of the grass isn't always greener on the other side. You're right. It, it, it's not. But if the grass is already green on one side and you're going to the other on the, on another green side, then you have two green sides and that's a good thing. Um, but there's always a sense of longing of, am I making an impact? Am I doing something is, is what you're doing for a living impactful in your life or is it, and is it impactful in others' lives? Um, my current employing, like, I don't, I don't, it's not a, it's not a job to, impact others' lives other than helping customers. But that, you know, that's not rewarding to me in any sense, other than, you know, I'm, I'm glad that somebody, something worked out for somebody else in that way. It's a really good thing, but my current employment, employment and schedule allows me to do other things that I love. And it allows me to be home and be a father and, and a husband um, and start doing things like this, a podcast. Uh, I started, I jumped into the fantasy football realm um, and then started creating, you know, articles and videos and podcasts for that. And it's something I love to do. Um, 
Now, whereas, you know, Jess is jumping into something that might have an impact, but it also gives her more time to watch her children grow up. Uh, it doesn't, you know, change again. It can come at the hard times when you need it and you need to get away. It can come on unexpectedly and then you have to choose how you're going to react to it. And it can also come as a good thing, leaving a good thing for a good thing. And that's okay. And that, you know, you don't always have to, ha it doesn't always have to be bad to leave something, to change something. Um, that's what I got today. Um, I hope, you know, I hope that spoke to, you know, anybody out there. Um, you know, again, I have an email, uh, lovepainlifepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, go ahead and email that. You can follow me on Twitter at the same place. Uh, send me some feedback. Tell me what you think. Uh, I'm going to close <clears throat> with a quote. This is from Ted Lasso. He says, I know change can be scary. One minute, you're playing freeze tag out there at recess with all your buddies. Next thing you know, you're getting zits. Your voice gets low. And every time your art teacher, Miss Scanlon, leans over your desk to check to see how your project's going, you feel all squiggly inside. She was a striking woman. Not classically beautiful, but striking. First time I ever saw tan lines. Most of the time, change is a good thing. And I think that's what it's all about. Embracing change, being brave, and doing whatever you have to so everyone in your life can move forward with theirs. And maybe it's the only way you can truly make her happy. Obviously, by her, I mean lady football. All right, all joking aside, a serious quote by Maya Angelou. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. Again, if you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. Have a great day.